This week's letter is N, and N stands for non-negotiables. Long-term listeners will hopefully have applied something of the J for JDI spirit, or just do it spirit, to at least some of their riding, and if you're really lucky recently, some of your racing too. If you're not yet up to speed, then do check out the J for JDI episode from four weeks ago. Others, of course, may have heard it, and in relation to my advice, may already well be applying the JFO principle. And if that's you, then I can't help you. You are still at least here anyway, which is nice. The just do it spirit of racing, as we know, is built on the principle of an enforced yes I can-ism, which requires of you as a rider to pay checks that your legs and lungs may not be able to cash. But yet, you do it. Because that's the plan. Any of these seemingly reckless commitments to envelope-pushing tactics need to be underpinned by a contract with yourself that you could at least, just at any point, pull out. You could sit up and become a normal person on any given Sunday morning, and not a person involved in a raging argument with their inner governor over what's actually possible. At any point, you could just give in and stop. Which, of course, is exactly why you keep going. Mediocrity is, after all, a disease, and no matter what our starting point, we do need to battle it in order to simply become better versions of ourselves, no matter what our level. 1% better is fine, because it's better. Okay, so now that I've pumped you up and buttered you in, onwards to this week's ruthlessly simple tactic. Pre-race, just choose two to three riders, never four or more than that and never just one. Three is absolutely perfect. You need to choose these riders based on either a bit of careful research, or if it's not a race, if it is a race, I should say, and then the riders you choose for a race will probably be obvious to you. The non-negotiable element of this is simple. If any one of these riders attacks, you will go after them, or if you're really alert, go with them. They're getting away in a breakaway, solo or in numbers, without you, is not an option. You're joining them, or at least your shredding of the very innards of your lungs in order to attempt to, is non-negotiable. You will go with it. Now, of course, there are other tactical elements that help make this tactic itself even a possibility. These include marking, primed bunch positioning, and a state of play awareness on your part. For pros, of course, race radios in big races will help with this, as Radio Tour, relayed from your team car, announces in your ear the numbers of the riders making the breakaway. The real work for you is actually done pre-race, where the rider decides the non-negotiable riders that they will go with, and then notes their numbers and writes the race numbers down. Some riders will actually write these numbers on a bit of tape on their stem, just as climbs or key kilometre markers might be, but that's a dying thing, due in part, I think, probably to the ever-decreasing size of cockpits at the highest level. However, you will still see riders with three or so race numbers written on the inside of their wrist. That is still quite common. Just imagine turning to the rider next to you on the start line and seeing your number written clear on their stem. And then you look up, your eyes meet. Hey, good luck. Two words that are rammed with hidden meaning right there. So anyway, 
The non-negotiable element of having to go with or after any of those riders is key. Of course, chances are there may be some 50 or so other riders with the aim of doing exactly the same thing. So be sure to use others around you. Each face in the wind is a place off the win, as they say. Well, they don't say, but they might now because I just made that up. You heard it here first, okay? Each face in the wind is a place off the win. Now, choosing those non-negotiables might actually not be about trying to win. It could be simply about finishing highest up or even about marking key riders in order to be there for a teammate later in the race. Your research, either way, is key here. Who's in form? Who won there last time? Who's been in the breakaways that have stuck either last year, last month, last week? These questions are key, but they should also be based on what you are actually capable of, honestly. If you're an 85 kilo sprinter ruler, then having a 60 kilo climber who won the race last year as your non-negotiable coming into that final 2K climb might not be a wise decision. However, choosing the 75k diesel who finished 8th last year and is known for his steady and powerful climbing might mean you finish higher up if you go with your non-negotiable whippet and you don't blow your doors off. Of course, once you're at the very highest level in the world, your pre-race non-negotiable contract meeting with yourself becomes so much easier. Okay, let's assume you're a woman. You're the Dane, Cecily Utrup Ludwig of FDJ. In fact, you're choosing three of the three, you're choosing your three for the final 30k of Flesh Wallone, 2021. Obviously, your first non-negotiable is the winner of the last, what, six or seven editions now, Anna van der Brecken. Then you might go for Marianne Voss and Annemiek van Vluten. Write those three numbers on your wrist. If any one of them attacks before the Murdehui, you know they have the ability and crucially the Palmares to back them up being your NN. And for the guys, you are Julien Alaphilippe, with quill in hand, prepping your inner wrist for those three numbers the night before Milan San Remo 2021. Mathieu van der Poel, Michal Kiyokowski, or Wout van Aert. If any one of them so much as sneezes on the podio, you will be there to wipe their nose. <laughs> <laughs>